Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. This episode 39. And I'm talking to Tim Vanderjee. Is that correct? Vanderjee. And, and, and Harrison, Brown, Harrison Brown, which is easier to say. Um, they're both going to talk about the new track, track TFR, track factory racing, and head check health partnership. And I'll get. About just new in the mountain biking, mostly under mountain biking team, but I'll get a uh, mountain biking there off off road team, and I'll get Harrison to talk about. First of all, I'll tell us about about Head Check Health and what it does, and we should already do so. If you want to check out episode 38 with Harrison, so he talks more about Head Check, and uh, then I'll get Tim to discuss more about the mountain the cycling teams. So, uh, Harrison, welcome back, and. Uh, Thanks. Could you could you talk about uh, what a check is and what it does and why it's applicable to the cycling team? Absolutely, yeah. So HeadCheck, uh, we're a software company, uh, and we also provide services to sports organizations. And really what we do is kind of twofold. The, the first one is we make a really practical solution for organizations to execute a concussion policy. And so what that means is that we give them tools that can be used on their phone or their computer uh, that really make it very simple, really, to, to walk through their concussion protocols. Uh, and, and obviously what we do is we cater that to what's appropriate for the user. Uh, so if the person is not medical, it's really more of a uh, recognize and remove and, and document situation. Uh, if they are medical, then, then we do give them the tools and tests that, uh, that they would need to run. Uh, the, the second reason, uh, I guess the, the second part of that is, is just really providing oversight on whether uh, the policy is being followed. Um, so we, we, we do provide a, almost like an audit tool for the organization to show, hey, uh, you know, did, did the policy uh, get followed and, and uh, you know, what are areas that we can help improve uh, the, the, the safety for those, those athletes? Uh, and so the reason why it's applicable to folks like Trek and, uh, you know, really any organization like that is, uh, I think in those, those, those sports, there's really not much going on right now in terms of, uh, you know, a pressure to, to follow policies and to, uh, to execute them like there are in traditional sports like hockey or, or football. 
Um, and so what we can do is we can come in and we can make it really simple for them to really take the lead in this area and, uh, you know, be proactive about it. And, and we think that eventually, you know, all sports with risk of concussion will have to have something like this. Uh, and so, you know, hats off to the Trek group to, to do this proactively uh, ahead of everybody else. Well, great. Well, thanks. And now we'll turn it over to Tim, who can tell us about what teams are using this software, this hair check software and programs. Well, thank you, Nick. And thank you for having us on the show. Um, with, uh, with the track teams and in, in specific then the, the our off-road programs, uh, meaning track factory racing, cross country, enduro and downhill. So three mountain bike disciplines there. Um, we really wanted to do everything we can for our riders and their health and their safety. Um, we are in quite a unique situation in um, that we own and manage all of our teams. Um, so we have full control from A to Z. And um, we really thought that um, having a proper concussion protocol and basically taking care of the, uh, yeah, the, the health of the riders' brains uh, beyond, let's say, their legs uh, is part of our responsibility as well. So um, uh, we're very, very proud to partner up with HeadCheck. Uh, we've, um, we were hoping, let's say, Harrison and I, that we didn't have to use uh, the, the protocol, let's say, until late in the season or something. Uh, unfortunately, it's only April and we... We did have already uh, one situation where we we used it and it worked perfectly. So um, I'm, I, we can go into that. I've been into that a little bit as well. But um, uh, I just want to say that we're really happy and proud to partner up with HeadCheck. Oh, thank you so much. And actually, I'll get not we've we've talked about it already, but uh, I will get you to just for the listeners, uh, just listeners. Now, please introduce yourself, Tim, and like where you are and what your role is with the team and. Sure. And uh, and proper pronunciation of your last name. Oh, if if you do want to go there, it is uh, van der Jeugd. Uh, it means of the youth uh, in Dutch. Uh, you can just call me Tim V uh, for the rest of the conversation. <laughs> Probably okay. Uh, I am the uh, director of sports marketing at Trek Bicycle, a bike manufacturer uh, company out of Wisconsin uh, in the U.S., um, I am Belgian myself, so um, yeah, born in the heartland of road cycling, let's say. Um, but at Trek, I am responsible for all of our teams. Um, we have uh, about eight Trek factory racing level teams, which means, uh, let's say, the top level of each discipline or sport. Um, and those are athletes um, and teams uh, where Trek has full control. Um, unlike other brands, we don't just give somebody a lot of bikes and, and a lot of cash. Uh, we we um, feel that we have a better return on our investment when it comes to product development, uh, marketing access, um, you know, hospitality events, all kinds of things, uh, then uh, through the sponsorship uh, model. So um, uh, in a unique way. And then um, in parallel, our mountain bike teams are not individual teams either. We, we do run all three of them. Uh, with the same management group, uh, with the same staff, um, uh, equipment, let's say, uh, directors, um, vehicles, uh, logistics, everything is sort of seen as, as one big team. Um, and therefore, the, the partnership with HeadCheck across all disciplines uh, works really well. Um, so what it means in, in real life is that all of our uh, staff on the ground has, has the proper training through HeadCheck. Uh, and is uh, able basically to do um, yeah, um, testing uh, by the side of the track in case of, of a crash or something. Um, riders can also sometimes come back to the pit space or it could be at the hotel, but we have people on site basically 
that are uh, are able to do an early uh, assessment of a possible concussion and take uh, appropriate response if needed. Um, so um, there's a couple of levels of let's say who has access to or who can uh, do a test. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's working really well. Um, it it really corresponds with our um, desire to let's say be in control of of what happens to our athletes. Um, and not leave anything open to um, any risks. Like we, we basically want to do everything, every single thing we can do uh, to support our riders. That's that's great. So uh, actual, so I know you just do your road cyclist yourself, and that's and you're in Belgium for a road a road race to watch your team there. But what teams are actually using? Which of your trek teams are using head check, head check, and what and uh, why did you need to, why did you say earlier you needed to use it earlier in the season to use your protocol? Yeah. Um so at this point it's um the three track factor racing off-road team. So uh the cycle cross sorry, not cycle cross, the cross country team, which competes um over six uh, or seven World Cups uh, a year. We have arguably the best team in the world, I think, uh, when it comes to cross country. We have the um, based on the let's say 2018 standings, because the season is yet to start, uh, we have the first ranked woman, the third ranked woman, the seventh ranked male, and the first ranked under 23 woman. Um, so a kick-ass team. Yes, uh, and um, one of those riders, Emily Batty, uh, did have um, like a serious crash uh, a few years ago, for example, um, on training on a training day, and then at race day. Um, uh, I, I don't believe the concussion was properly assessed back then, or um, at least not the proper consequences was given to it. Um, and then on race day, she she had a crash, which I mean, it's it's hindsight is perfect, right? But it's it it is possible that a possible concussion caused that crash, maybe because you know her her um, her reactionary uh, capacity was not where it should be. Um, so it's it's hard to assess that right now, but it's definitely something that could have. Uh, probably been a, been deal, dealt with in a better way. Uh, so that's our cross country team. Then we have our enduro team, which is, uh, yeah, the rock and roll sport of mountain biking. Um, basically, those people go out there on the mountain uh, for a whole day. Um, they complete stages in um, you know downhill stages, but they have to just like rally car racing, have to get to the start of each race within a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, they are fully responsible of their equipment. Everything gets a label and they have to get through the weekend on the same equipment. So it's it's about balancing your bike and not going, you know, too hard because you need to keep your material intact uh, for the whole weekend. Um, so that team is is where we had an incident um, uh, two weeks ago. Katie Winton, uh, who's, um, I think, third ranked in the world, um, had a gnarly crash uh, in race day. Uh, she was uh, taken out of the race, so um, that was an immediate response. I mean, she she just uh, failed to start the next stage, so uh, it's not like we needed to take the decision, let's say. But she was assessed by um, James, who's our caretaker or soigneur is the proper word for it, um, and and a, and a concussion was diagnosed. So um, we've been following up with Katie uh, over the last two weeks now. Um, Harris, I'm assuming that uh, that kind of data and and um protocol has come to your attention as well over the last two weeks uh yeah i mean i i've uh, i've been in contact with with james um and uh you know a couple things that that uh you know we do here at headcheck is uh you know you know we allow the athletes themselves actually if they're concussed to 
uh, you know, things that are appropriate for them to track. And, and so uh, I believe that, uh, you know, until Katie goes back to sports, uh, she's going to be self-collecting some information. Uh, now, of course, she's not doing medical tests on herself. Uh, she's just simply tracking things like how she's feeling, how she slept, uh, anything like that, that, that could really That's help true. a care provider. And so that information is obviously stored on her profile. And, um, you know, we're also trying to get her access to, uh, you know, a, a, a health professional uh, in her area, because I know that you guys travel quite a bit. Um, and, and so it, it's always tough to always have the same person. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to make sure that, uh, you know, that information is, is available to uh, the medical professional that, that um, is appropriate. So that's great. Wow. So, uh, so Tim, sorry, were you? So you used to talk about your your diet, your diet, your dial team installs. Do you talk yeah. about your your yeah. dial team? So that's that's the third team. Let's say um, those are let's say the craziest of our mountain bikers. They literally jump off mountains. Um, yes. And uh, so we have four um, riders on that team. They're the newest team in the Trek Factory Racing umbrella. Let's say. Uh, young team, I think we have the youngest team in the world. Uh, average age is, I think, under 20, 21. Um, but yeah. very ambitious. Um, we actually just won uh, like important uh, national level races in the US and in the UK yesterday uh, with Charlie Harrison and Reese Wilson. Um, but yeah, those are, yeah, those are, they go down the mountain fast. So it's very important for us to, uh, to have the same kind of um, access to head check for them. Uh, it's different. They, I mean, they do one run a weekend, let's say, but it do, they do it several times. Yeah. Uh, so we have a pit space at the bottom of the hill um, with people that can do concussion assessment if needed. Um, so, yeah, that's those are the three teams, cross country, enduro and downhill. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Well, uh, I was going to ask you why it's important for non-catholic sports, such as, like, you know, monitor and track athletes, but you've covered that with what you've been saying already, so see why your team definitely does and uh but you were saying this just yesterday even in in the road race there was a there's an incident that you they they did that there was a serious incident for the uh the lead the lead rider yeah champion. so yeah non-contact sport uh maybe is not what you think of when you um when you think of concussions but they are very much a real thing Mm-hmm. Um, just yesterday, I was at the race as well at the Tour of Flanders, uh, which is a one-day race in on the road circuit, a very famous race. Um, and then the the defending champion had a really really gnarly crash. Just yeah, uh, 50k into the race, uh, was unconscious for a while on on public television actually, wow. uh, surrounded by his teammates who you could see on their faces how scared they were of what they were seeing. Um, there was a photographer sort of blocking the face of the rider at moments, so it wasn't that. I mean, it was it was it was not bad. It was not nice to look at. Um, but anyway, he was out of the race. He was taken to a hospital, and um, the team. Uh, so he, just to be clarified, he's not on a, on a trek team. Um, he were, he rides for a, a French team, um, but he his French team communicated shortly after that that he had a severe concussion and he's going to be out for uh perry roubaix which is next sunday which is another really big race and he's won it in the past as well that rider um so yeah absolute bummer for that team absolute bummer for him um, but yeah. they are a real thing and you don't think of concussions when you see those you know guys in lycra on skinny tires and you know that going super fast through the landscapes of, of france or so but 
uh, they certainly do happen and um, um, yeah you better want you want to be you want to be doing everything you can I think as a team uh, to prevent not not prevent but to to properly identify and and take the right uh, consequences of uh, of action yeah right right and and one of the things just to jump in here I mean one of the things that we talked about last year was uh, there was a, a road race I think it was in Belgium Tim you, you might have to correct me here but uh, there was a rider that went down and, and visibly it appeared as though he had a concussion. And I mean, obviously you can't tell from just looking at someone, but you know, it didn't look like they were, uh, you know, fully there and, and, and there was no assessment or, uh, you know, removal from play or, or, or sport type, uh, you know, test done. Yeah. And uh, afterwards the, the writers were, were going off on him saying, wow, like he's just so brave and, you know, good on him to keep going. It really shows how much of a warrior cyclists are. And and I remember mm-hmm. we spoke about it, and we were like, "This is horrible." I yeah. mean, how are how are in 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 this day and age, how are people writing stories like that? I mean, it, it should almost be the the opposite. It should, it should, you know, say, "Hey, man, like don't don't do that in the future." If if there's any concern that you possibly have a head injury, don't continue because there's kids watching this. Yeah, yeah. This was a a, a rider that actually ended up signing for uh, the Trek team uh, later. So he was on a different team at that point. Um, and in in race support limits is limited to mechanical support. So what happened there is that uh, somebody on a motorbike who is responsible for providing spare wheels and and not much more than that checked up the guy's bike, assessed it as fine. You know, it was it was rideable, and and basically let him allowed him to get back on his bike and continue the descent. Uh, whereas he was clearly concussed and he was going left to right on the road and almost caused other people to crash as well. well um, so yeah, and, and you have a very fair point there, Harrison. There's still too much of that heroism uh, of the old days where, you know, riders would cross Italy with, you know, a tube stretched to their backs. And then, you know, that's, <laughs> that's not how we should be looking at these things. And, and if somebody's concussed, we need to be taking that very, very seriously and not to give them a heads up for continuing to ride. Yeah. So yeah we, always, we always talk. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, I was going to say that we, we always, um, you know, one of the things that we always talk about here at HeadCheck is, you know, education and awareness is, is just so important. And, uh, you know, the way that we approach it is anything that, that possibly has, uh, you know, the ability to uh, increase the, you know, awareness and, and education level of the general public on concussions is important. And, uh, you know, the way we approach it at HeadCheck is, we're probably not the right people to be educating, uh, you know, and there are way better groups out there. And, and you know, here in Canada, we, uh, we have some fantastic uh, non-for-profits that do this already. Um, but education should be free and everybody should have it. I, I think, you know, any sport that you're in where a concussion is, is, is possible, um, everybody should have an easy way to access that information. And, and, and the riders as well, I think. I mean, the... It happens in, in, in traditional sports here in North America with football and hockey where, uh, you know, people just don't report it and, and, and they know they have issues, but they don't want to tell their team. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that through education and awareness that we can get that out of sports here and also sports like, like cycling as well. Yeah, and I hope, like, those things like this and all the websites just get that info out there so everybody can – who can more more times the info gets out there, the more prevalent it is. So people actually listen to it and yeah, abide yeah. by recommendations. So it was it was great to have Headcheck uh, and and Harrison uh, included in our team camp in Spain that we had in uh, February, where all the writers were present, and 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 basically introduce what Headcheck does and and um, give provide more information about concussions. And and you could see Harrison, you can confirm that the writers were very intrigued by it. They had a lot of questions and. Um, I think Harrison, you also, um, I think you told me uh, afterwards at night at the bar <laughs> that you asked the writers how many concussions they've had, or at least how many uh, diagnosed versus undiagnosed ones. Maybe, maybe you can uh, tell Nick about sure, that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so the the setup of our trek is is pretty cool. I mean, we were we were pretty blown away by it. Um, basically, we flew overnight to. Uh, Barcelona and then uh, sorry uh, Valencia and then we rented a car and drove to an undisclosed location in the mountains where uh, Trek had uh, I guess uh, leased out this almost castle um, and they brought in you know all the riders they brought in sponsors they brought in uh, team team staff and and it was it was really cool and uh, we got the opportunity to come there and you know one of the things that we do at HeadCheck is we actually have our own medical professionals and uh, we, we brought uh, one of our individuals along, and he was tasked with essentially doing the baseline screens for these athletes. Um, and so, you know, obviously baselines, there's, there, there's, there's definitely a, a value to them when you have a medical professional. Um, and so we felt that it was important for them to have that information. And, uh, you know, part of that, that experience is, is really asking them, you know, 
and, and unfortunately, it, it, people can just say whatever they want, but, you know, have you ever had a diagnosed concussion? How long ago was it? Uh, have you ever had any undiagnosed concussions? And, and, and one of the things that we found is, is just simply, maybe it's a mountain biking thing, but the number of undiagnosed concussions that people thought they had was astronomical. Um, and I think that's really a reflection of the fact that maybe documenting and assessing and going to the doctor and, and seeing the appropriate medical staff for, for concussions in, in, in mountain biking just isn't there yet. And um, yeah, it, it really blew us away. Um, but I think it was, it, was, it was really cool just meeting all the athletes and kind of hearing their stories. And uh, everybody seemed to really care about it. And, and a lot of times that's not the case. Uh, and, and so for us, that was a reflection of the fact that, you know, this was definitely the right thing to do. Um, and it's, it's definitely needed in, in, in downhill and uh, in the other sports as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm just going to ask you, which of the, th- the three sports are using, they're using head check, which of the three teams do you think is most, most susceptible to a concussion? Which team do you think will use head check the most or what use, which team do you anticipate would be most find it most useful well i'm i'm hoping we'll need head check almost no times hopefully none yeah, yeah that would be hopefully none the right number but uh we're already at one so um and it's i'm it's hard to say if if the gravity teams uh enduro and downhill are going to need it more than cross country um that would be like my inkling but um yeah cross country can take gnarly crashes as well i mean they they yeah. They, it's getting more and more technical on their side as well. Uh, you know, with man-made obstacles versus just um, you know trails, it, it, there's getting more and more technical stuff in there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I hope again that nobody's going yeah. to. Um, how, long, how long is there? Sorry, how long are these are the enduro races? The enduro races are usually uh, yeah seven to ten stages spread over one or two days. Okay. Um, so, uh, they're probably out there for the longest downhill runs are, you know, between two and a half and five, five and a half minutes. Okay. Uh, that's race run. Uh, but they do a yeah. lot of practice runs, uh, yeah. at, you know, at 95% or 97% of speed. So it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty dangerous as well. And in cross country, one of their races takes an hour and a half usually. Um, okay. but they're out there a lot as well. So yeah, it's hard to see. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, just, I, I I, I just can't really tell which one I would think would be a higher risk. And, mm. you know, in, in traditional sports, we have incident rates, right? And, and uh, there's, there's really good researchers out there that are quantifying, you know, the number of concussions per athlete exposures. Um, and, and, and so that gives you a really, a, if you want to call it a power rankings of, of risk uh, for concussion. And I don't think we have that in, in cycling yet. And, and I think that would be some great research for uh, people to look into. But, uh, you know, the, the experience I have is I've gone downhill mountain biking once here at, uh, I went up to Whistler and, and rented a pass and, and, and a really expensive bike. Um, and within five minutes, I think I gave myself a concussion. So uh, <laughs> I think it's, it, it, they're, all, they're all dangerous sports, um, if you want to say that. And these are the best people in the world that are riding these bikes, but it, it still yeah. is dangerous. And one of the takeaways that I had from my conversations with the riders was, you know, sometimes it's it's not it's not like they're they're wiping out or they're they're taking a turn wrong. It's you know they're they're racing and and then they might 
you know, bump somebody or they might, uh, there might be some, some grappling as they head towards the line. And sometimes that's something that we forget about that when you're out there as a recreational cyclist, uh, you know, you're probably not doing that. And, and these folks are. Yeah, sure. So actually, kind of leads on night. Uh, does Christian Tim uh, does Trek or TFR TF Trek Factor Racing? Does it have a, a concussion protocol for all teams, or, or and, and does does UCI for Union Cyclist International? I'll let you say that, Tim. Union Cyclist International. Does the the governing body of cycling? Uh, no, there, I don't think there is something in place on the mountain bike side, neither on the road side. Uh, inside our road team, we have uh, medical professionals that use international standards for concussion um, identification. Um, they are currently not partnered with uh, HeadCheck. That's maybe something for the future, Harrison. Um, but um, I mean, what is true is definitely true. That the, the, those those people are very concerned with concussion yeah. as well. Um, so that's that's definitely something that is tangible and that's out there. Um, but uh, the sport still has a couple of steps to take to make it really, um, yeah, across the board, um, sensitive, sensitive to concussion protocol. Right. And and UCI doesn't have that? UCI has really, no concussion at all? I don't believe no. so, no. no. And, and that was last, last question, uh, just sort of how you, how you guys – who reached out to who and to whom, and uh, and how you, how does HeadCheck and Trek Factory Racing partnership de- developed? So we have a, um, a British gentleman uh, who's a swanier or like a caregiver caretaker uh, on our enduro team. Uh, his name is James. Uh, he is an avid cyclist himself. Uh, has had a fair bit of concussions himself as a, as a as a yeah a gravity downhill rider, let's say. Um, and he's somebody that, like, I, I love the guy. He's just a very, very uh, charismatic, really nice guy. Uh, riders just, uh, yeah, love having him at the at the events, at the races. Uh, and James is somebody that reads up a lot about what's going on in the world of concussions. He's just somebody, um, he's somebody that, you know, wants to help people. He's, he's always doing whatever he can to help people. Um, so he's the one that approached me about it. Um, and then uh, he had done his research and had come up with HeadCheck uh, as like the reference uh, for us to to look into. And then Harris and I got on a call and then uh, we very quickly realized the potential of this this partnership. And uh, uh, yeah, it didn't take us very long, right, Harrison, to come to an agreement about what was next for us. No, it didn't take very long, but I did book my flights to Spain about the night before. So yeah, that's uh, true. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I, I think for we, we, I think James reached out to us. It was it was honestly probably about a year and a half ago. Um, and I know that at that point he was doing research on the different systems out there, and uh, we were just one of them. And uh, you know, we had a couple video calls back and forth, product demos, all this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, we were we're very excited when uh, he let us know that he was going to pass it along to Tim and. Um, yeah, I think you know our our experience with with the whole team has been this is something that's been supported from the top down, and uh, yeah, I think if 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 we're making the difference that, that we think we are, uh, we hope that it continues not only with Trek but uh, with other partners as well. That's that's great, and uh, yeah, so I just want to thank you both for uh, for being on my podcast, and I hope you got me noted that. Once we finish recording, I'll uh, like to talk after this. 
but uh for now uh that's the end of the podcast so uh thank you so much is there anything else anything else you think you'd like to talk about or mention about concussion or something or no nope. well, all good on my end thank you very much for having us okay. on the podcast great thank yeah, you thanks, so much Nick. appreciate it thanks a lot harrison thank you very much to tim and harrison for an excellent chat and congratulations to Trek for such forward thinking in addressing concussions. And good luck to all the racing teams this year. Thank you all for listening. And please rate and view this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, please visit my webpage at www.concussiontalk.com. Dot com. Thank you again, and I hope you drop by my website to check out my blogs and other podcasts, including my own bike podcast in which I talk about my bike trip across Canada for 66 days in 2002. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.